The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. I'm your co host, Adam Spees. Today we have two patrons prepared to pummel each other in our precarious puzzle game. In one corner, he's trivia nobility, and you won't find a more high class player anywhere in the world. It's Luke the Duke Leavenworth. Hey there, guys. Luke, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Uh, let the folks at home know a little bit more about you. Uh, my name is Luke Leavenworth. I'm a high school math teacher and administrator from the Chicago area, uh, and I'm happy to be on. Awesome. Happy to have you back. In the other corner, if you'll need a trivia player, Captain, he's the best in the galaxy. He's better than Walter. It's Andrew Koenig. Hello. Andrew, welcome back to the show. Or sorry, welcome to the show. This is your first time on. Uh, let the folks at home know a little bit about you. Uh, so my name's uh, Andrew Koenig. I, I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, and I uh, am a postdoctoral fellow studying uh, the immune response to cardiac injury. Wow. <laughs> Sounds intense. Yes. If I ever have a cardiac problem in the future, I know who I'm going <laughs> to send my study to. So yeah, b- based on my blood pressure, I'll be talking to you soon. <laughs> <Andrew>. <laughs> I'll tell you that. All right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know Luke and Andrew just a little bit better. And uh, since I referenced Star Trek, which I could tell Adam was a little confused because I didn't think he got where that reference was from. No idea. That was a reference to Walter Koenig, who plays Chekhov in the original Star Trek. Uh, I want to know, what is your favorite Star Trek series? This is decisive (laughs) even among Star Trek fans, so... And if you're not a Star Trek fan, then fake it. (laughs) All right. I'm good at faking things. Here we go. Uh, I absolutely (laughs) love The Next Generation. I've never seen a Star Wars property in my life, but I will pick uh, The Next Generation uh, for Picard uh, and and others. Well, since uh, you took The Next Generation, I guess I'll have to go with the only other one I've watched any of, and that's the original series. All right. Um, I enjoy all the Star Treks, some a little bit more than others, obviously. I do remember watching the original series. I think our father uh, watched mm-hmm. it, and we kind of got into it. And then when the new S- Star Trek came on, he started watching it, which is how I got into really got into Star Trek because that felt like, more like my Star Trek. Um, DS Nine is a great series. Enterprise, I didn't watch it, but I've heard that it's actually better than people give it credit for. And 
I've actually not watched Discovery. I did watch Picard though, uh, and that's is because that the one with Anson Mount is Disco- which one? Has no, no, no. Mount? Well, okay, so Discovery does have Anson Mount, um, but the uh, there's the offshoot one, and I don't know why I'm blanking on that one, um, which is like an offshoot of Discovery, and that one I that one I did watch and is great, and I love that one. I just I just, okay. just didn't watch Discovery, uh, but I have a clear favorite. And it is the next generation. All right, uh, that will always be my favorite. <laughs> Picard. Yeah, Picard. All the way. Better than Kirk any day of the week. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right, Luke, you're going to get to pick first. What category would you like? Uh, let's uh, let's go with sports. Okay. The decade is the '90s. 1992 saw what inaugural college game? Alabama beat Florida 28 to 21. Um, is this just the national championship game? The national championship game is incorrect. Oh, no. Andrew, can you steal? Oh, um, I'm just going to go with the Orange Bowl. The Orange Bowl is also incorrect. Uh, what conference are both of those in? The SEC. It is the SEC, SEC, SEC championship. championship game. Oh, very nice. All right. So uh, starting off with a point for John today. Hopefully not a sign of things to come. <laughs> Hopefully that's our one hiccup. And we are over to Andrew. Sir, what category would you like? Uh, let's go with music. Okay. And that decade is the 70s. All right. And this is a question I like to call Shakespeare a song. I've taken a very popular song from the 1970s. And again, I should have looked up what year it is from. I don't know if it's really going to matter if it's from the 70s. Uh, but, uh, and I've run through a Shakespeare translator. So tell me the name of this 1972 song. At which hour thee believeth in things, yond thee understand not. Then thee suffer, rational feareth, tis not the way. I have absolutely no idea. So I unfortunately think I'm going to have to pass on that. Uh, All right, over to Luke. Sir, can you steal? John, could you invoke the bard one more time and give me just a, a repeat there? <laughs> Only with a natural 20. <laughs> At which hour thee believeth in things, yond thee understand not. Then thee suffer, a rational feareth, tis not the way. All right. Um, I don't have a good in on this, and I don't even know if this is the right decade. I think it is. Can we Can we go with Crocodile Rock here? Crocodile Rock? Is incorrect. Oh, no. Although I do think it is the correct. I think you were right in the decade. Adam? No, don't even. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. When you believe in things that you don't understand, you will suffer. Superstition ain't the way. Superstition Uh-oh. by Stevie Wonder. Uh, All right. the, and that was an absolutely horrible rendition of that. So. <laughs> All right. I am off to a great start here. <laughs> Uh, let's just count those two as uh, null and void, and we'll go back to Luke. Uh, let's try toys and games. All right, a little toys and games, and it's the 50s. Oh boy. <laughs> Racco is a 1956 sequential matching card game with the objective of obtaining 10 numbers in numerical order. It's published by what company based in Springfield, Massachusetts? You said Racco? Racco. I'm going to take a guess and say Hasbro here. Hasbro. Is incorrect. Oh, no. Andrew, can you steal? Uh, let's just go with Parker Brothers. Parker Brothers is also incorrect. <laughs> oh. 
It was the other big uh, game and toy maker, Milton Bradley. Oh, Milton Bradley. Oh, man. All right. I'm on a roll. This is exciting. Andrew, let's uh, keep it going. Pick another question that no one's going to get. All right. uh, Let's go with slang. Okay. And it's the 70s. What cool 70s term was a portmanteau of two words, both essentially meaning to calm down? How about uh, chillax? Chillax is correct. We did it. (laughs) Proud of you. (laughs) And we are back over to Luke, sir. Uh, Let's try news and politics, please. Okay. And we're staying in the 70s. On December 13th, 1972, giant steps were taken when Gene Kernan became the last man to do what? Were we done walking on the moon back in 72 already? I'm going to say walk on the moon. Walk on the moon is correct. I mean, there's not much there, you know. How many times do you need to see? <laughs> Half a dozen golf balls, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are over to Andrew. Left, we've got movies, TV, fashion, literature, and food. Let's do food. All righty. And it's the 2000s. What berry-flavored and colorful soft drink was marketed as a, quote, berry cola fusion and was sold from 2002 to 2004 in the United States and Canada. It was advertised by Britney Spears and the bands Sev and Papa Roach. Um, <clears throat> I think I can picture this in my head, but I'm not going to get there. So instead of any clues, I'm just going to pass. All right, Luke, can you steal? Uh, probably not, guys. This is uh, a berry-flavored soda. All right, let's talk this through a little bit. Sierra Mist made some berry-flavored stuff. Uh, cranberry um, slice was a thing, but that was earlier. I'm going to say Sierra Mist cranberry. I got nothing. Sierra Mist cranberry is incorrect. Adam, can you steal? Well, not steal. <laughs> well, yeah. Can I you know, continue? I, I, My guess, um, I don't remember Britney Spears or... You know, Papa Roach, the commercials particularly, but I do kind of remember a drink that was like that. Was this Fruitopia? It was not Fruitopia. Damn. Uh, It was Pepsi Blue. Oh. Yeah. Pepsi Blue. That makes sense. Britney Spears totally did Pepsi (laughs) stuff. All right. Another point for me. And I believe we're back to Andrew. Um, I think I just picked that one. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. We're over to Luke. All right. Let's try movies. All right. Mm -hmm. Movies are the 80s. 1987's Batteries Not Included is a delightful little film about aliens who help a feisty old New York couple in their battle against the ruthless land developer who's out to evict them. But another film, released in 1988, starring Katherine Hicks, had the same title and had to be changed due to the aforementioned one. What new title did they give the 1988 film? All right. I was a whopping one year old. Uh, let's go for uh, reboot. Reboot is incorrect. Andrew, can you steal? Oh, considering I was minus one. Um, <laughs> um, let's just go with short circuit. Yeah. Not correct. Short circuit is also incorrect. <laughs> so uh, the if you don't know who's starring in the films, I'm sure it would make it a little bit hard, but uh, Catherine Hicks, 1988 film about a, obviously a toy of some sort, where batteries not included, this was actually 
Child's Play. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. The original title was Batteries Not Included. Hmm. Uh, I am on a bloody... You're winning. Game. You're winning. <laughs> yeah. I am so winning. <laughs> if there were prize money, I would be keeping it for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Now I believe we're back to Andrew. Correct. Yeah. Uh, let's do TV. All right, little television. The decade is the '60s. Lisa Loring is best known for what for playing what kooky '60s character? And I have nowhere to even start on that, so uh, I guess I will just have to pass. Unfortunately, it seems like I'm doing that a lot. <laughs> All right, uh, over to Luke. Can you steal? So you dropped the word kooky in there. Um, I'm wondering if this is part of the Adams family series um and now i'm deciding between morticia and wednesday <sighs> let's say wednesday adams wednesday adams is correct all right all right totally Ooh. missed that clue <laughs> all right luke you got the steal and you get to pick your next category which is going to be either fashion or literature all right let's go with literature please <clears throat> we're gonna go with literature <laughs> and it's the 2000s <laughs> all right hey now what 2006 comic book series about the Man of Steel by Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly won the Eisner Award for Best New Series in 2006, as well as Best Continuing Series in 07 and 09? And this is why I should have picked fashion. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, let's just uh, let's try Man of Steel. Man of Steel is incorrect. Yep. Andrew, can you steal? Oh, <laughs> so let's see. Um, let's just go with Red Sun. Red Sun is a better guess, but unfortunately incorrect. <laughs> that was older, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, I was hopefully with the, the if hey I now. say the words, hey yeah. now, you're an all-star, get your game on. It is uh, all-star all Superman. Superman. Okay. Mm-hmm. All-star Superman. Very, very, very good series, See, which is saying a lot because my- I'm not a big Superman fan. My head went to uh, the Larry Sanders show. Um, Jeffrey Tambor used to go, "Hey now!" That's where. That's literally where my head went. Uh, all right, and we are uh, end with uh, Andrew in fashion. Adam, what's his decade? Yep, his decade is going to be the '60s. What footwear, defined by French fashion designer Andre Courage in 1964, are white, low-heeled, and mid-calf in height, and are sometimes called the Courage boot, and I'll spell that. It's C-O-U-R-R-E-G-E-S. It's French. Whatever, however you say it. Um, uh, Let's say Go-Go Boots. Go-Go Boots is correct. All right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? Well, we have a very tight game here uh, with his fashionable Go-Go Boot knowledge. Andrew was able to tie things up, and it is 20 to 20. Uh, in the end of round that's, one. That's that's approaching right. the record, right? That's just, that's got to be near it. Killing it. Not, not, yeah, you're woo, really knocking at the door. <laughs> the top scores. All right. Uh, well, Luke got to pick first in round one. So Andrew, you're going to pick for Luke here to start off round two. What category would you like to give him? Um, let's do literature. All right, literature coming at you. Maybe hoping and for another comic book question. <laughs> yeah. Yes, comic book. I always love comic book questions. It's the 1960s. All right. Well, you're going to love this. <laughs> what Marvel supervillain and eater of worlds first appeared in Fantastic Four number 48 
1966. So, like, I, I should totally know this. Um, and I don't. But I'm going to take a guess, and this is going to be even more embarrassing if it's wrong. I'm going to say Thanos just because I don't know anything else. <laughs> Thanos is incorrect. Yep. Andrew, can you steal? Oh, it's right there, and I cannot think. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get there. Um, so I'm just going to say Sinister. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sinister is also incorrect. Adam, I know you know this. Yeah, I'll help him out a little bit. I was actually, uh, as you were reading that, I immediately had to go to my next bit of questions and delete that because that was my <laughs> exact 60s literature question, almost word for word. Uh, and we were talking the Fantastic Four villain, Galactus. Yeah, so, Galactus. After missing two comic book questions, we'll just pretend that these are not back here. <laughs> yeah, right That's uh, quite all right. Uh, all right, uh Luke, what do you want to give to Andrew? Well, he did so well with fashion last time, so maybe we'll stay <laughs> off of that one. Um, let's go with food. All right. A little bit of food. And we're also in the 60s. Oh boy. According to John Fogarty, what 1969 CCR song from the album of the same name was influenced by a soda pop of the same name he saw that when he was a kid? If you get lost, come on home. So I know that Moxie is a soda, and that sounds like it could be an album title. So let's just go with that. Moxie is incorrect. Luke, can you steal? Nope. Um, <laughs> let's go with uh, let's go with Down on the Corner. Down on the Corner. It's a fantastic song. It is, but sounds like a horrible soda. Absolutely, it is incorrect. <laughs> uh, and if you get lost, come on home to Green River. Oh, of course, Green uh, River. The Green River. Do -do 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 -do. That's a good song. Yeah. All right, another point in my. I don't know. This is just saying horrible things about me as a trivia writer. I'm saying. I'm no, it's not. It. No, it is definitely not. No. All right. No, John. It's the players. The players are who are wrong. Yes. Well, you know what? We're going to blame the dice. We're going to blame the dice on this one. This is all Adam's fault. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's never the roller. <laughs> uh, all right. I believe we are back to Andrew picking for Luke. Um, Let's go with fashion. Yep. All right. Fashion for Luke. And it's the 90s. Hail to this men's hairstyle sported in the 90s by celebrities like George Clooney and Ricky Martin. Uh, I think this is the Caesar cut, right? The Caesar cut is correct. All right. Hey, both fashion questions have been answered. That's <laughs> it's a <awesome>. good day. It's <laughs> a good day. Uh, all right, Luke. What do you want to give back to Andrew? Um, let's do movies. All right, movies for Andrew. And it's the '60s. In addition to being one of the most impactful films of the '60s, To Kill a Mockingbird is also the official credited debut of what Godfather actor? Um, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando is incorrect. Luke, can you steal? Yeah, I think this is, uh, I think Robert Duvall played Boo Radley, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Robert Duvall is correct. Such a fantastic film. As if every, like, probably two or three years, I like to pull that one back out just to remind myself, like, you know, Gregory Peck's performance is, I think, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Also, uh, Brock Peters as, um, oh, what is that guy's name? Yeah. The main the main character who's put on trial. 
Yeah, exactly. I can't, I can't, I can't think of his name, but I just remember the actor yeah, is yeah. Brock Peters, and he's fantastic mm-hmm. in it. Uh, all right. I think we are back to Andrew picking for Luke. Um, How about news and politics? All right. How about him? And it's the 2000s. Who succeeded Tony Blair as prime minister of the UK in 2007? I can't even think of his name. Oh, my goodness. And I don't even think it's the right answer. Why am I blanking on this? Um, oh, oh. Uh, is this, it might not be a him. Is this Theresa May? Theresa May is incorrect. Andrew, can you steal? Probably not. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Let, um, I'm just going to say Richardson. Richardson is incorrect. Uh, this was Gordon Brown. No. Gordon Brown. Man, I was about to say that. Were you, though? Well, I was, was going to say I had Brown in my head for some reason, but... Oh, well. That's all right. Maybe I was just thinking about UPS. <laughs> so. uh, all right, Luke. Left. We've got music, TV, toys and games, sports and slang. What do you want to give to Andrew? All right, let's give Andrew music just so I don't have to get it. <laughs> but no all guarantees right. that you won't. <laughs> no. Uh, the decade is the '80s. All right, we have a finish the lyric question. So I need to know the final two words. Of these lyrics from this 1987 number 69 top 100 hit. Nice. The other night I drifted nice. Continental drift divide. Mountains set in a line blank blank. Could you repeat it please? Mm -hmm. The other night I drifted nice. Continental drift divide. Mountains sit in a line. Um... Of Sky. Of Sky is incorrect. Luke, can you steal? Nope. Um, <laughs> let's say Rocky High. I don't know. Rocky High is also incorrect. Adam, you look like you don't quite have it there either. No, I, I, it's like it's tingling something mm-hmm. in there, but I just don't know it. See if I can finish it for you. The other night I drifted nice. Continental drift divide. Mountain set in a line. Leonard Bernstein. Leonard Bernstein. Yeah. The end of the world as we know it by R.E.M. (laughs) I am sorely disappointed nobody got that one. I was so excited when I wrote that. I was like, people are going to, I'm going to get someone who can shout the answer. And it's super surprising (laughs) that we both missed it given our past performance today. So. (laughs) Big shocker. All right, Adam, where are we? Uh, I believe Luke is picking for Andrew. Uh, didn't Luke just yeah, give I just, him I just picked music, music for him because he didn't yeah. want it? No. Well, I, just because I said I believe it doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> you know. All right, Andrew, what do you want to give to Luke? Uh, how about toys and games? <laughs> right, toys and games, and it's the seventies. All right, bear with me. This is a fairly wordy question. Over the years, video games based on this specific character have attained a reputation for being low quality. The most prevalent example of this is the 1999 Nintendo 64 version, which is considered to be one of the worst video games ever ever made. As a result, later games were given a, quote, curse, which means that there will be negative reception for the game. The first licensed game of this character was in 1979, a year after the film came out. Well, my video game knowledge is is much better than that of 1978 movies, but I'm going to pass on this one. All right, Ooh. Andrew, can you steal? That's a good question. Uh, I feel like it's something I definitely know, but I think the theme is stuff not clicking today. Um, yep, I got nothing. 
All right, Adam. Any guesses on this one? Uh, I. Um. Oh wait, wait. Oh, is this? No, I was drinking. This wasn't Death Proof, was it? No, not Death Proof. No, I don't know this character. No. All right. Uh. Well, 1978. My head always goes to one of the big film. Actually, one of the biggest films of that. Uh, that year, which was Richard Donner's Superman. This is Superman. Oh, that's right. Okay. I do remember that. We had that Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, not it. we didn't have that particular Nintendo game, um, but we did have one of the NES games. Also, it was one of the most difficult and not fun games. Yep. Apparently, there's a thing called the Superman Curse. Every game about Superman that has come out has turned out to be yeah. not good. I did have that Nintendo 64 game that was the worst game ever made. Uh, oh, yeah, I have seen, yeah, I've seen images from that one. All right. And Luke's picking for Andrew? Yep, let's uh let's give him TV. All right. And it's the 50s. What castaway played Maynard G. Krebs in the 1959 TV show The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis? You're looking for the actor here. And I I'm going to have to pass. I got nothing once again. All right, Luke, can you steal? All my 50s TV actors are swirling in my head. Um, is this Jim Neighbors? Jim Neighbors is also okay. incorrect. Uh, when I think Castaway, I think of Gilligan's Island, right. and Gilligan was played by Bob Denver, Bob Denver. who was okay. also the one in Dobie Gillis. I went to Gilligan's Island, but I would not have gotten the actor's name. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. At least I'm getting these questions out of the way. Apparently, I have all my hard <laughs> questions out. So you guys are at least helping me get clear of the way. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, all right, uh, Andrew, looks like we have sports and slang left. Correct. Uh, do sports. All right, so sports for Luke. And it's the 60s. The modern version of what sport started in the early 1960s, but there is a debate over who came up with the idea first. The consensus is that multiple groups of people played independently throughout the 60s, including students at Rice University, who held tournaments with trees as targets as early as 1964, and players at Pendleton King Park in Augusta, Georgia, who would use 50-gallon barrel trash cans as targets. So the targets is throwing me off, because when you first started talking about this, I thought it was going to be Ultimate Frisbee. Uh, I'm going to stick with Ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate Frisbee is incorrect. Andrew, can you steal? So I'm thinking it might be another Frisbee-involved sport. Is it disc golf? Disc golf is correct. Oh, damn it. I was afraid you mixed up Ultimate Frisbee and yeah, No, I, I, I said what I meant, but that makes total sense. That's that's. Okay. I figured it was Frisbee-related. I just didn't think long enough about it. Nice work. All right. And we are left with uh, slang. We are. This is going to Luke. Yep. It is going to Luke, and it's the 80s. No, no it's, going to, uh, it's going to Andrew. You're right, sorry. And we have a question brought to you by Scott Barber. With its literal etymological roots dating back to the 1700s, deriving from a, quote, knot or protuberance on a root or tree trunk, what surfing culture word with a silent first letter can mean either something very cool or something very bad? So being from the Midwest, I am not that much surfing culture yep uh definitely doesn't have a silent first letter but let's uh say tubular tubular is incorrect luke can you steal uh, i just want to thank scott barber for this super gnarly question uh gnarly oh. i think is the answer here yeah, of course gnarly is correct all right that is the end of 
Round two, Adam, what is our score going into the final round? We were able to get a little bit of separation in round two, and Luke currently holds the lead with 50 to Andrew's 30. All right, but still pretty close. So let's see oh, yeah. how this uh, final round plays out. Luke, since you were the lead, what category would you like to add? I think I'll pick sports again. Oh, sure you don't want a comic book question and from <laughs> I am Andrew? 100% sure. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Well, your sports are going to be from the 80s. All right. And Andrew, what category uh, would you like to add? Let's do slang. Okay. And slang is from the 50s. All right. So based on 80s sports and 50s slang, go ahead and write down your bids. I'm good. Yep. All right. Let's find out questions in 80s sports. What athletic icon passed away on March 31st, 1980 from lung cancer 44 years after he showed Hitler's what's what by winning four track and field gold medals and 50s slang someone who is boring or puts a damper on others fun in the 50s would be called what two word phrase and I'm here to remind you guys make sure you check out all the different shows on the beef up network to find out what kind of nostalgic podcast you want to listen to next, go to BFOPnetwork.com. I'm ready. Yep, good to go. All right, well, let's find out uh, what we put. Andrew, since you were behind, what were your answers to the questions? Um, For the sports, I said uh, Jesse Owens, and slang, I said a wet blanket. All right, and Luke? Uh, I also said Jesse Owens for the sports, uh, but for the slang, I said Debbie Downer. All right, well, let's find out the correct answers uh, in 80 sports. What athletic icon passed away on March 31st, 1980? That was indeed Jesse Owens. And in slang, someone who was boring, he puts a damper on others' fun in the 50s, would be called a wet blanket. Or a wet rag, I would have accepted either one. Nice work. All right. This is definitely going to come down to uh, bids, so let's see how this went. Uh, Andrew, what did you bid? So I was all in with 30. I was... I was and not. Luke. I uh, I said eleven, hoping that Andrew might get scared off of bidding. <laughs> congratulations! Uh, All right, <laughs> <Thank> Adam, <laughs> do them calculations. Let us know who our winner is. Beep, boop, 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 boop. That, that's me doing calculations uh, with a final score of sixty to thirty-nine. Andrew <laughs> Koenig is the winner for today with his comeback victory. Good job, sir! Congratulations! Good job. Nice. You. When we were talking before, yeah, we asked what some one of your one of your best categories was, and you mentioned slang, and you were right. You you killed it. It was thanks to your slang knowledge where yeah. you got the win today. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much uh, both for joining us. Uh, now is the time when we give you to uh, say any final words. Uh, Luke, you will uh, will start you off. Sure. Uh, as has become the norm when I when I appear on shows like this, I like to promote my wife's nonprofit. It's called Keeping Families Covered. Uh, they provide diapers and period supplies and other things to uh, women and families in need. Uh, and so if you are in the donating mood, www.keepingfamiliescovered.org, that'd be great. And Andrew, as our champion, you get the uh, last word today. Well, I don't have anything um, as awesome as that to promote. Um, but thank you guys for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Um, and one thing I like to say is trust the science. Well, that's Adam and I'm John. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. 
If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal is a joke.